Hello, I'm Stephanie Belcher. And I'm Del Belcher, and welcome to Two, two Peas in a, a podcast, podcast, a relationship advice show from two people who like each other very, very, very much. Aww. I don't know if she got picked up, but Carly's in here too. She She's on the floor squeaking. In on the action. Carly, what do you think about this royal wedding business that's been going on over the weekend? <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you, this weekend was a great weekend for big hats. You had uh, the royal wedding. Yes. Big hats were mandatory. Then on sa- Sunday, there was a, or Saturday, there was a race, a horse race, and Justice won. Triple Crown winner. Wait, Justice. is this a Kentucky Derby? No, it was one of the other ones. Run the Triple Crown. Is it bad that I don't know when the Kentucky Derby is? No, don't answer that. But what I do say is that hats are back in a big, big way. <laughs> big weekend for hats. So I say 2018, the summer of hats. Woohoo! Um, uh, I do feel that hat is it might be a a liberal use of the term hat, more like a head garment, head yes. head uh, contraption. Did yes. you see any, Stephanie? Tell me. Uh, what were you have a keen eye for fashion, hats, weddings, and such, and a fan of the royal family and whatnot. A big, big horse fan as well. Did what were your big takeaways from this weekend? I thought the royal wedding was more boring than I thought it would be. <laughs> I'd never watched one before, but I was like, "Oh, the royal wedding! This is going to be so much fun!" I don't know why I thought that, and then I watched it, and I'm glad I did because it's a historic event and. Monumental and da da da. She's but American. She is now American. Now their kids are going to take over America. That's probably we're gonna what's going to happen. British American kingdom. I future. thought the pastor priest guy that did their ceremony was a good old time. I thought the choir was good, and the rest I was just kind of bored. The one, but the hats, the hats were, were incredible. On point. I also, I also really the homily. I loved the cello guy. Oh, There's he was the one so guy. into it. <laughs> I okay. I grew up in a, in a musical family, and so when you you watch enough musical performances and performers, you kind of get that like when you're performing, sometimes you play like you're in another world. You're just like in the zone, and this guy was so in the zone. Slash, like he had that look of like I'm so good at the cello. He, he was jamming out so hardcore playing that cello. It sounded. So good, but his facial expressions. I, this is my. This is this is a joke, uh, that's a goof that's going to hit like a very small segment of our audiences. But string players, you guys make the weirdest faces when you play. We look for it now whenever we watch someone. Oh yeah, it's something specific about like cellos and violas and violin. Well, less violas. Violas are like they they're okay. They're like the cool ones. The the, the violinists are the ones you got to worry about. <laughs> Enough of some very specific orchestra humor. But uh, the cello guy, super great. Go watch him again. He was so awesome. So this is Two Peas in a Podcast. It's a relationship show from two people that like each other a lot. The first part of our show is... I think think it's very, very much. The first part of our show is is Peas and Cues. And the second part of our show is The Split. Where we take an article torn from the headlines and talk about it. Stephanie does all that good research. So before we get into the science... And the heavy-duty lifting, 
on Stephanie's end, we're going to hit up P's and Q's. So I've got my question here from the internet. Thank you for sending in your questions, Pod Squad. If you do want to connect with us, you can send us your questions for the P's and Q's at contactppodcast at gmail.com. I do check the email. Uh, or you can also hit us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash ppodcast and facebook.com slash groups slash ppodcast. And final piece of housekeeping, if you're listening to this for the first time, welcome to the show. And if you uh, have listened to a lot of our episodes, thanks for sharing the word and being an awesome fan. We are all the places you can get podcasts. So go check us out, write us a review, and uh, share us with your friends. That's right. All right, Stephanie, question, P's and Q's. I'm listening. Here we go. Help us settle a debate. What common interests are more important in a relationship? Work or hobbies? Work or hobbies. What is more important in a relationship, Stephanie? I saw this question and I thought it was important because we both have a background in uh, digital advertising and marketing. And so in a way, we built our relationship on talking about these things, doing these kinds of projects. Our work has really informed a lot of our lives and has created a really vibrant place for us to uh, engage in. That's true. And honestly, our hobbies, our, our hobby Venn diagram of hobbies that we love together, it's not that. It's, it's slim. I feel like our hobbies are We just, like working out together. Like we do a together. podcast together and we do church together. But other than that. And there's a whole lot of Netflix. A whole lot of Netflix. But then there's also professional wrestling. Which is yours. Which is mine. And disc golf. And music and magic, the gathering. I just feel like our hobbies are a little bit more diverse. Yes. But I don't know. What do you think? I don't have a ton of hobbies, but I never have my entire life. <laughs> like, I pretty much do one or two things and go all in. And then I, like, I don't really. My hobby is working out, and I love it. And now, Carly. I think my general thought is it doesn't matter what it is as long as you show interest in whatever your partner likes. Mm -hmm. So if you want to talk about work, uh, like I'd love to hear you talk about that as long as it's not just complaining all the time. That's the thing. Sometimes work can take over your life. Yeah. And would you prefer, if someone was asking you this, would you suggest maybe them finding a hobby or something like that? Because... You work all day, you come home, you talk about work, and I feel that while work has been the basis of a lot of our conversations and interests and hobbies and stuff, I do feel sometimes that I let it take over my life. Well, I think I once listened to someone talk about this, and they said they were married a few years, and they came home, and they were only talking about work to their spouse, mm -hmm. and they were talking and talking, and then they said to their spouse, you know, I'm talking about work, and you're not listening, and their spouse said... I know, but you're just so boring. <laughs> Ow. And I feel like that's fair. I feel like if you're going to be talking to your spouse, pay attention to if what you're talking about is just boring as all heck. Because mm -hmm. if it's boring your spouse, the person that took vows to love you no matter what, you might just become boring. So yeah. try to find a hobby or a topic. Like I intentionally try to look for stuff on Facebook or in the news or in the media so you and I have something different and fun to talk about. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. And especially if you're going through a rough patch at work, it's nice to have something else to do with your partner and talk about that's not just the kind of the crummy stuff that can happen in the workplace. But I took it more from the perspective of, like, should I be listening to okay. you? Like, I think mm -hmm. you should just try to be engaged in whatever your partner is doing. Okay. 
Yeah. Good, good. So I think I have an answer. Yes. Here's the answer. Work, fine. Hobbies, I think, would be a little bit better. But whatever it is, as a listener, be engaged. Yeah. And be, even if your partner is the most boring person in the world, boring, boredom is just a mindset. You got to get your mind out of being boring and uh, try to get something interesting out of it. I think if you are bored, you could try to find a new hobby together. I don't think that's a bad oh, idea. That was, the other, that was the other thing. Pick up like tennis. There's tennis courts. Maybe this is just where we live. We don't really live in like the fanciest of places, but I feel like there's tennis courts like everywhere. And you can just go on a tennis court and you can get a ball and hit it back and forth. And that can be fun. Yeah. If, if if anything else, you've just burned some calories chasing a ball all over the place. That's true. Or so, have a baby together. <laughs> I would say babies are like a full-time hobby and work. This isn't stay-at-home moms. It's like three jobs. It's a, being a stay-at-home parent is a lot of work. It is a lot. It's like cooking and cleaning. Well, if you do that and then like full-time childcare, that's a lot. It's a big investment. It is a lot. So I, I do think that depending on what you do... It's a good idea to maybe get some hobbies that, that you can do together. Um, and even if they are different hobbies, just show interest. Stephanie, you don't really like a lot of the stuff that I do. And I'm, you know, don't do some of the things that you do. But you show interest still. And you let me talk about it. And you try to have conversations. And that's really meaningful. And I think in the end. Oh. oh I hey, Deli, could you pick up Carly? Yeah. I think uh, in the end. So the baby wants to be held. <gasps> this is Carly. Okay. In the end. In the end, I think the most important thing is just showing interest um, and encouraging your partner in whatever it is that they're doing. I agree. As long as it's not hurtful or harmful. Agree. Agreed. Yeah. So I think that's a good. I think that's a good answer. I hope that settles the debate question asker. Uh, my yeah, like it would just be whatever works for you guys. But do it together. Aww. <laughs> If you have any questions for our episode next week, feel free to hit us up at contactppodcast at gmail.com or you can send us a, a, a question at facebook.com slash groups slash ppodcast or facebook.com slash ppodcast. Also, we're on Twitter at ppodcast, SoundCloud, Radio Public, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music. Pretty much anywhere that fine podcasts are sold, you can find us there and uh, say hello. All right, Stephanie. I think it's time for <gasps> Dilu, Dilu, Dilu. The Split, where we take a relationship article torn from the headlines and talk about it. I'm ready to talk about it. So we're going to talk about work, work, work. Wait, what's a song with work? Yeah, you, I don't want to go to work, work. You were like work. saying half a song already. Work, 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 work. Uh, so this article is from the journal called Socius. No. Socious. Yes. What does it stand? Does it stand for something? No, it's just. No, I don't know. Well, it probably does, but I didn't look up what it. <laughs> something social. Sure. <laughs> and the article is titled "Stalled for Whom? Change in the Division of Particular Housework Tasks and Their Consequences for Middle to Low Income Couples." Okay. Uh, so we'll dig into that. But the authors are Daniel Carlson, Amanda Jane Miller, and Sharon Sassler. Ooh. Ooh. Sassy Sassler. So this article, we're going to talk about housework and how it impacts uh, your satisfaction in your marriage. I have a feeling that it does. <laughs> uh, so the data are from two different sources. Mm-hmm. So they use two different data sets. They use a data set from the 90s. 
Then they use a data set from the 2000s. Okay. And then they compare them. So they're looking at changes over time. You, 1990 was almost like 30 years ago. I know. Isn't that crazy? Ugh, wild. And so the purpose of the article is to look at the relationship between the division of household labor. Mm-hmm. So cooking, cleaning, chores, outside stuff. And then your relationship quality, because there's a lot of debate over that. I think I could guess, Steph, on what the answer to this would be. Okay. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let the research tell me, because I've played that fool's game before, trying to guess before the research, and I'm not going to do that. So previous research has found that modern day couples often share routine tasks. So they have routine tasks and ru- tasks that aren't as routine. Mm-hmm. And routine tasks are the tasks that are done, like, every day, mm-hmm. but the... Not routine tasks might be like household maintenance so and stuff dishes, like that. dishes, garbage, mowing the lawn versus like changing all the light bulbs or something. Yeah. Or getting the car oil engine checked or something. Yep. Okay. And so a little bit more about the data. So the two data sources, the first one is the Mars, mm. which is a, which was an internet survey of 605 married and cohabitating couples. And that was from 2006. Cool. Then the second is from the um, NSFH, and that's 10,005 respondents between 1992 and 1994, and that's the National Survey of Families and Households. Okay. Sounds good. Those sound like reputable... Reputable? 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 I know. When you say it that way, it sounds like we're fighting about it. (laughs) Reputable? It sounds like... I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, It sounds like one of those... Like a good, like a good uh, solid journal or something. Uh, so in this research, there's dependent and independent variables. And your dependent variable is the thing that you're trying to predict. And the independent variable is the other stuff that you're looking at. Okay. So the dependent variables that are kind of looking at whether your relationship is good are your frequency of sex, sexual mm-hmm. satisfaction, relationship satisfaction, relationship trouble. Mm. Whether you've discussed separating and whether you've had any physical arguments. Okay. So both of those surveys ask people questions about that stuff. Okay. And then the independent variables they looked at are the tasks. So they looked at preparing and cooking meals, washing dishes, cleaning around the house, shopping for groceries, doing laundry, home maintenance, and paying the bills. Paying the bills. Paying my automobiles. So they wanted to look at... Out of all of these different tasks, which one had the biggest impact on the quality of your relationship? Oh, okay. So those are the data sets. This is what they're looking at. And I'm going to give you the two things you need to Paying know. Paying the bills. Paying my Probably bills. had the biggest impact. Oh, is that what you think? Yeah. Which one money do you is think? stressful. That's the one that you think? Well, I think bills. Do you think men and women might have different stuff or similar stuff? Well, I'm just going to take a deep, deep pull and say probably. (laughs) Uh, So for men, uh, men reported the most dissatisfaction when women did the majority of home maintenance, like mowing the lawn. Likely. They think it's because it violated gender norms. Oh, I would love for you to mow the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awesome. Uh, so I thought that was kind of interesting. That is interesting. But getting into that gender stuff, that's uh, that could be a whole different study. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'm pretty sure. I'm fairly sure it is. And what do you think it would be for women, honey? Uh, laundry. So the laundry not getting done if they had to do it all? Uh, yeah. Oh, having to do everything and not having any help. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not too far off in theory. Like, 
So for women, the relationship satisfaction hinged on, drumroll please, dishwashing. Oh, yeah. I said that, right? You said clothing. Oh, clothing. You said laundry. Okay. Well, a washing of sorts. Uh, so specifically, if women wound up doing all the dishwashing, they were miserable in their relationship. I'm, I am with you. Doing all the dishes is terrible, especially when everybody else's dishes, they're all over the place. It's hard. I get that. I get it. So the big overall general finding, and then we'll talk about this a little bit more, but basically for today's couples from the 2006 survey, sharing the domestic division of labor generally resulted in higher quality relationships. Whoa. I think we can quit our show. (laughs) That's all you need, folks. Really, right there. It's interesting because they did find that between 1990s and 2000, couples did become more egalitarian and Mm -hmm. share more tasks than they did before. And we're just happier for it. Well, yeah, the more egalitarian your relationship was, the more equitable uh, the more satisfied in general you were. Who could have seen that coming? But we're going to dig into this just for a touch. Oh, we're going deeper. That's what I like, the hard-nosed journalism here on uh, Two Peas in a Podcast. So on average, women spend 2.6 hours a day on the household division of labor. Mm-hmm. And men spend... Less. Two. Two. Oh, that's not as... Not that's as bad not as, as bad I thought. As, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the average, though. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's a few. I don't know. So, uh, it turns out that food prep and cleanup represent a third of that time, and it's the category with the biggest discrepancy between men and women. Yeah, I can see that. I think I make a lot of our food, but you make a lot of it too. I think traditionally, though, the men on the weekends do the barbecuing, and the women are are just doing it. You know, they mentioned that in the study, that men oh, traditionally do barbecuing. Like, really? it's the one task for cooking that men do i think a lot of it is you know the men who are doing that today just had families growing up where that was even more prevalent probably um and it's just kind of carrying on to the next generation uh yeah Hmm. interesting so the article that i found this in well so i found the original article and then i found articles that talked about it so i was digging into the theory and so specifically talking about women doing the dishes and why that can be difficult In general, one of the things that they talked about was that women carry the emotional labor in a relationship. Mm. And so, in general, a lot of men are really happy to help out with household tasks. So men are like, yeah, I'll do this or I'll do that, which is evidenced by men are doing more. They spend two hours a day doing household stuff. Mm -hmm. That being said, oh, I lost my spot in my notes. Okay, I'm coming back to it. But... That being said, women generally end up being the ones who keep track of and delegate jobs. So they're basically the household manager. It's that you said it. The key is like the men are willing to help out. It's, oh, that's yeah. that's the I think that's the that's what tipped me off of that. Well, if you're helping someone else, that means someone else is in charge. And when you're when you aren't feel that all the responsibilities of the house, it's like, oh, great. Thanks, partner. I'm glad that you're helping i know it's like well you live here too yeah and i've been feeling that with baby when you're like oh thanks for helping with like i appreciate that and i want to be that but she's my daughter too and i do feel responsible for her good so yeah that helping is it's gonna drive me crazy like you're not you don't babysit your own kids 
No, you don't. You, you, you. They are your children. They are your children. You just parent them. Uh, and I think it's the same with your house stuff. It's like, oh, I'm helping around the house. It's like, well, you, you live here. Just clean up your own crap. I, uh, I have a pass because I am allowed to leave my clothes on the floor by my bed. So, um, you know, there we go. <laughs> so for the emotional labor piece, the emotional labor for women involves the fact that women do the majority of noticing and managing and having to ask in the right tone when you want something done. Oh, man. Did this person follow us around for a week? <laughs> Holy crap. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's really close. Wow. And so sometimes um, it sounds like women are complaining, but really it's just like it's this huge emotional labor of having to ask for stuff to get done that you're the only... And you're the only one noticing it. Yeah. And then you get the bad rap of, oh, my wife. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, listen, if I just paid more attention and was more proactive, then I wouldn't, this wouldn't be a problem. Well, and so the dissatisfaction comes in with the dishwashing and all that because it's not necessarily the dishwashing, although it is. Mm-hmm. It's more about women not feeling noticed or appreciated for what they do and their constant presence like there's always this constant to-do list in women's head which is taking up this brain space that other people aren't taking up. So if women are doing that, it creates dissatisfaction in a relationship. Well, what's the solution? Say this was a question from our listeners on the P's and Q's. How what would you help them? How would you help correct someone in this situation? I think if I could fix anything, I'd be like Dude, just pay attention. Mm, to, to what? Things that <laughs> need to get done. Just being stupid. Um, pay attention. Okay, I will. I will do that. More. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think the solution is? I would agree. Pay attention. Be more proactive. Don't be so messy in the first place. I think that's a big one. And just uh, take more responsibility. And don't be like I do man chores. I mow the lawn, and that takes three hours once a week. Sure, fine, whatever. But you know what? Is it doesn't take that long. Helping clean up five minutes every day. Yeah, that makes a true. big difference. And dishes, just never ending. And dishes are hard because dishes are like the one thing that there's. It's it's like the U.S. mail. That's why people go crazy. That's why postal workers go crazy because it literally never ends. I would say, get over guys. Get over yourselves. As far as these are man chores and these are manly things. I go up to my shop or my garage and I work on these things when the whole home is is an important aspect of your life together with your family. Um, and like, yes, your lawn might look great. And yes, your crafts projects that you do might be awesome. But the most important thing is that you have a healthy relationship with your partner. Because if your partner uh, isn't healthy and happy, then how in the world are you going to have a happy life yourself? So I, I feel convicted. I feel convicted, babe. Good. I need to. I need to uh, do better. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> it worked. Uh, it took us sixty-one episodes, but you finally broke me. Finally huh? squeezed <laughs> one in there. <laughs> oh, this is this is good. I like that research. I like that. Do they have any other? Has there been anything else in like um like non? non-traditional like straight couples or any other kind of couple dynamics it wasn't listed there so uh there's probably research on there but not really delved into in I'm this just article super interested in how people do what they do i just want to know yeah um, i have heard that lesbian couples are more egalitarian but hmm. i haven't dug into that research a lot maybe next time 
Yeah, that could be interesting. Okay. Very fun. Very cool. Well, good article, Steph. That was great. I uh, I appreciate all those notes and the information and the facts. (laughs) You're always bringing the goods here on Two Peas in a Podcast. You know what? It's that kind of stuff that you get here on this show and only this show, the first podcast on the internet, Two Peas in a Podcast. Um, first of its name <laughs> first of its name mother of dragons uh thank you for listening to our show two peas in a podcast i i hope and pray and plead that you would uh just have fun when you're listening to our show that's really all i ask we say share the show like the show do all this stuff but really when it comes down to it i just want you to have a good fun listening experience because i had a fun talking experience in conversational experience and listening experience and now I'm going to go do a bunch of chores. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Not chores, because that would be that you are my chore master. And uh, I'm just going to clean up my crap. How about that? There you go. There you go. Woo. Awesome. Well, again, thank you for listening to our show. And I hope that you had fun. And uh, if you did, tell a friend. And we will see you next week here on Two Peas in a Podcast. Stephanie, anything else for us today? We hope that after listening to this podcast, you learn that you can like each other very, very, very much. much.